Hello and welcome to this month for Motorsport 2024 for Stelvio Automotive. I'm Sean Smith and I'm joined by Sam Green. Hello, you are. Yeah, thank you, Sam. I'm glad you're there to confirm that for me. Yep, you heard it here first. <laughs> I am indeed here. Um, for those who haven't listened, why not? Um, but also, this is uh, this month for Motorsport, the original and the best um, monthly news mini podcast, which uh, we came up with years ago. And I carried on. Yeah. Basically, it was a sort of quick fire. Ten minutes on three news topics. It can be from any varied range of motorsport, from Formula One all the way down to the lower ranks and even below that. Um, this one's got a bit of a mix, but uh, let's go into the topic number one. Sam, what is the first thing that happened um, in Topic February? number one is Formula One oh. pre-season testing. Oh. Sorry, everyone, if this is your first time, it's a... Uh... I'm expecting something interesting and fun, but no, Formula One. Um, oh, this, sorry. <clears throat> this, is our sec- uh, this is our second podcast, where we've almost getting live data coming into it. Yeah, nearly. I mean, we're recording this literally. It could not be more this month because we are recording it in the evening of the 29th. So it, if we leave it much later, it will be next month. Yes, so, which, which is normal. Um, yes. <laughs> We normally do that. We're actually trying to be organised this month. Um, but we did today have the first practice sessions um, for the first Grand Prix of the year in Bahrain. And we've had pre-season testing. We've also already done a podcast this year on where we think all the teams will be. Based off of the car launches. Yes. Um, did you see that everyone else, or all the rest of the media, then copied our idea of predicting yeah. the grid. But they they, they cheated. Exactly. And they, they got like testing times and data and logic. They use actual data rather than just gut feeling. Yeah. What's um, these amateurs? Cheating, really, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, we're, we're, I'm, I'm staying confident apart from maybe a couple of teams. Um, let's go into the te- <laughs> Let's go into testing. So Bahrain, which is, it's been a couple of years they've had, had it there instead of um, Barcelona. Uh, yep. I mean, I would say God knows why, but everyone knows why and it's uh, to do with Lots and lots of dollar bills, but um, either way, season open of Bahrain is this weekend or Saturday. I think the first race for some reason. Yeah, uh, I found out why that. I heard why that is. I don't know. Is um, it some religious so, yeah, it has to be seven days between Grand Prix and next week's race, which is Saudi Arabia. The Sunday is like the the end of Ramadan. Which right. is like basically like it would be like having a race on Christmas Day. Like you just kind of don't do that. Um, well, so what? next week well, hey, hey, is on the Saturday. I'm pretty sure horse racing does stuff on Christmas Day, or is that Boxing Day? Yeah, but I think it's all Boxing Day. Uh, Certainly, no. football is Boxing Day. Uh, no um, but uh, but yeah, so there has to be seven days between Grand Prix mm-hmm. because next week's race is on Saturday. This week's race also has to be a Saturday, so there is seven days between them. Can they just move Ramadan? I don't think that's quite how it works. I don't. I know the FIA are quite powerful, but yeah. I don't think they can change a religious festival. But it's not like Easter where you can just make it up every year. No, I don't think that's how it works. Oh, okay, right. Let's go on to actual racing topics then. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we actually had a. Yeah. We are qualified to talk about. Yeah. Um, Testing is actually somewhat interesting if you take some of the stories out of it. Um, it was a little bit, yeah. I mean, we had um, the standard one car per day, 
that quite a lot of the teams ran both drivers in sort of a morning or an afternoon session. There was a few differences with that. I know Red Bull did um, a day and a half, basically. Um, so I think Max did the whole of day one. Sergio did the whole of day two, and then they were splitting day three. Um, I mean, there was a few teams that perhaps did slightly better than we thought they they might. Well, um, we always see we always see in um, in winter testing that teams will glory run or look for something which might not necessarily be indicative of the rest of the season um, yeah, or hold their um, pace back. Yeah, we might uh, sometimes have teams like, for example, these are cash out RBF one team, worst name possibly on the grid, running in. At P4 on day one, Daniel Ricciardo with a 132.5. Kind of the biggest story, though, probably was uh, Max Verstappen. Right at the end of day one, when has smashed out a lap time nine-tenths faster than anybody else, um, which is just, it, it kind of set the tone. And it kind of it demoralised everybody else, I think, as much as anybody. I don't know. Um, I mean, you say that, but Ferrari then came back and were fastest on day two and three. No, that's true. That is true. Um, Carlos with a one twenty nine on day two and day three. Uh, Leclerc with a one thirty. So, kind of all in the ballpark. It was generally closer after that, though. You have to say, um, and sort of. Checo on day two by what seven tenths, so a bit closer, and then even closer than that on the on day three. But yeah, you can't really necessarily look too much into the lap times in testing, can you? No, um, I mean when you look at the uh, full testing combined, you get a quite interesting grid of Sainz, Leclerc, Ferrari one two, George Russell, Guan Yu Zhou second row, Sergio Perez, Max Verstappen, Yuki Tsunoda, um, Alex Albon. Oscar Piastri and Lewis Hamilton top ten. Um, not necessarily how you'd order the grid, generally speaking. Um, no. <clears throat> um, but <sighs> I'm gonna say it now because um, I, I'm, I'm after practice two of, of, of today. It's uh, a bit worrying. Uh, Alpine look a bit off the pace. A bit is one way of saying it. <coughs> um, it doesn't doesn't look particularly good for them. They were I mean, six, 16th and 17th in testing. Got second least miles, I think. Yeah. As for the teams. They were in a bit of trouble, really, aren't they? Based off of testing. And then in FP1, again, FP1 today, you can't take too much from it because it's not realistic conditions like for the race. So they'll, they'll do some running, but it's mostly just to shake down the car and check a few bits and pieces. They might do a bit of aero running and things like that. But generally speaking... They're trying to wait until FP2 to do all of their serious work because that's more realistic for qualifying conditions and for the race conditions. Yeah, I mean, coming, um, out, coming out of testing, the the general media consensus was it's Red Bull probably ahead and then Ferrari and Mercedes fighting for second, which is kind of where we left off last year. Um, yeah. McLaren maybe in the mix, question mark, um, and then maybe Aston Martin as well. Um the rest of it, them all quite close together. But we were we were very worried about Haas. Uh, mm. He basically did no fast running at all. Um, 
which I suppose, yeah, now brings us to, as seems as FP1's irrelevant, um, FP2 today. Yeah, uh, we're actually, I have to say, the has did quite well. Hockenberg, P7. Um, I'm trying to, where was the other other one? Uh, uh, there he is, 14th. So, I mean, that's not awful. You have to say there's probably, you would say out of the FP2 times, Lando is Lando Norris is probably out of position there. I, I mean, wouldn't expect I mean, him. For McLaren's sake, you hope so. Yeah, I mean, certainly when you look at where Oscar Piastri is, he's P5. That would be more realistic if you had both of the McLarens there. You go, yeah, that makes sense. Well, I don't know. Unless uh, Oscar Piastri's um, found you know, some magical pill that makes him one and a half <laughs> seconds faster. Well, um, perhaps. But he was also quicker than Verstappen in FP2. Yeah. So, read into that again. Let's read into that headline from uh, Mercedes 1 2 in practice 2. Yeah, I mean, that it, the car actually looks pretty good. Um, I think they could could do all right. Certainly this weekend, it, the car looks like it's stable, it's doing what the drivers wanted to do. They've, um, what they appeared to be doing through practice was running the car really low to the ground. Um, obviously that's better for the ground effect, but it's also where they had issues last year because mm -hmm. then they were porpoising. There didn't seem to be anywhere near as much of that this, this year. Uh, so that might be a problem solved, I guess. Um, Maybe. Certainly but... seems to be at the moment. There was certainly a lot of sparking coming off the carpet that way um, to the point where actually at one point George Russell's floor caught fire. Nice. Was run, running that flow to, uh, low to the ground, uh, it soon extinguished itself. But did but, he? Uh, did he go back in time? He didn't. No, no, he didn't. He was almost certainly too fast. I think that's probably what it was. He oh, wasn't okay. doing eighty-eight exactly. He was gotcha. going above that. Um, it should be said though, from these times in FP2, they are pretty comparable with the testing times. Um, yeah. So you would probably expect some more to come from the cars tomorrow. Uh, there would tend to be. There would tend to be. Um, by all accounts, a few of the teams have already got upgrades on the car from testing. Mm -hmm. Mercedes isn't one of them. The car is as it was last week. So I think there's probably a good basis for them at the very least, and we'll see what Verstappen can really pull out the bag. So, um, so I mentioned Alpine down in uh, about the lowly positions today. They were 16th and 18th. Um, mm. Is anyone else catching your eye as a a potential worry um not from a totally unexpected point of view to be totally honest i was quite pleased with how logan Sargent did p13 um i still think that williams is quite a good car fundamentally so that could be a good one to watch this weekend is how well williams do um I think... the rest of the time's pretty close really generally speaking I think I think I'm a bit worried, more even more worried than I was last week for Sauber. Uh, sorry, um, steak and chips. I mean, um, yeah, as they came in at seventeenth and nineteenth, mm. um, and they are a team who like to try and do glory runs. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean the times are not that far off. That like the the midfield, but they're not that close to like the front put it that way they're, they're a good two seconds shy of the front runners mm -hmm. um and and you've got to hope that they're doing 
some long runs or, or, or stuff like that yeah, because if that if that was a quali run then that's an issue that's a real issue yeah um, uh, let's uh do the quick one liner sam who's going to win on sun- uh, saturday who's going to win on saturday uh george russell i, I hope so um but it'll, it'll be max Verstappen. um right yeah. let's move on to topic number two yes which is should we do wc yeah, let's do that one. Okay, the World Endurance Championship is starting this weekend. Um, also in the desert. Yes, a different part <clears throat> of the desert, but in the desert. Yes. Um, which which day is that on, actually? Is that also on a Saturday? It could well be. I don't know for certain. Hang on. If only there was a way to find out called the website. Yes. Um, but you can talk about... Well, while I'm doing that, you can talk about the prologue, Sam. Yes, the prologue is basically WEC's pre-season testing. Uh, it was done at Qatar, the same circuit they're racing at um, this weekend or next weekend or whenever it is. This weekend. Um, this weekend, there we go. Um, <clears throat> and this is the new, new look WEC with just two classes, Hypercar and then LMGT3. So... It kept throwing me off why there was no results for LMP2, and then I remembered that that's because <laughs> there isn't any, any LMP2s. Um, but, yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, I don't know how how it's going to look exactly, but, I mean, we've got 19 hypercars. Yes, I believe it's 19, 19. and 19, uh, Mr. Official yeah. Entry List. Yes. Um, uh, 19 possibly eight, well, 18 looking at the results sheets. Yeah, I saw uh, that. 37, threes. I think, yeah. Yeah. So, so God knows who's not there. Um, you're aware of my um, problems with WC this year? Yes, many, um, many, so, many conversations. Yes. Um, so instead, I'll just talk about the race. Uh, it's called the 1,812 kilometers of Qatar. That really catchy title. Um, very catchy. <laughs> um, the, That's nearly as bad as the. Ash out racing bulls, isn't it? Not, uh, not quite bad. Not, it's, it's, it's in a set. I mean, I mean, the Belgian one, the Total Energy Six Hours of Spa Franco Champs, is the longest name on the uh, the calendar. So, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, that's that's almost as bad. But um, uh, yes. So that, I'm thinking that that race is going to take bloody ages. It's going to be like a ten hour race. This one, yeah. um, I'm not sure. I don't know how long is the circuit at Qatar. It doesn't matter. It's, they're doing eighteen hundred and twelve kilometers, and think a, a thousand kilometer race would normally take about five and a half hours. Five hours, something like that. Yeah, I mean maybe, but I don't. I don't know. How long is that track? Let's Guita- Qatar's not a super high speed circuit. It's um yeah uh, no I'll give you that it's not the hugest not, not really really fast. Well, that's what, that's worked out. They, they must have the average speed. Uh, 192 kilometers now, so right. Uh, well, the the, the circuit is five and a half kilometers long. So oh. how many was it? 1800. 1812. Divided by 5.419. Divide. So it's 334 laps. Stevie Automotive. This is live maths. Ma- yeah, live mathematics. Uh, 192.7. 7. Yeah, no, well, if they gunned it for the whole race at the top speed set on practice, um, that would be 9.4 hours. 
it's quite a long one then really isn't it hmm. um but uh even on lap time if you say it's 334 laps give or take at one minute 40 yeah that's gonna be let's face it with some pit stops or caution time like safety cars it's realistically gonna be around well hang on times um i bet you don't get this content on the race well no i bet you don't 468 minutes no that can't hang on i've done that wrong 468 i've got 7.8 hours okay so we're gonna do a sweepstake everyone uh, whoever's closest to 9.4 hours or 7.68 <laughs> hours um yeah. gets a chocolate bar yeah I'll, yeah, yeah um, I'll, I'll, I'll bet i'll bet you a cabris yeah, we'll have a virtual handshake on that one. <laughs> um, let's talk about the right. Okay, fine. We'll talk about the cars. Um, there are about four thousand Porsches, and then there's a couple of others turned up in hypercar. So let's move on to a GT3. Um, <laughs> let's do GT3 at first, actually. Um, so the yeah. we've mentioned the teams: uh, Aston Martin, Ferrari, Corvette, McLaren, uh, BMW, Lamborghini, Ford, and Lexus um, are the nominated teams. Um, yeah. Nominated manufacturers, aren't yes. they? We've got, because we've got we've got private teams running them. So, so some more private than others, but yes, yes, yeah. I mean, Manti that is Porsche. Let's face it. Yeah. Um, but um, and Iron Links, the works Lamborghini team. Essentially, the works Lamborghini team. Um, they've um, got Jose Maria Lopez is in one of the Lexuses. The Toyota factory driver. Um, yeah. They are taking it quite seriously, these factories, aren't they? Um, <laughs> it's privateers, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of factory drivers going on, though, isn't there? Let's yes. face it. Um, but uh, we've I'm still so- got a few of the old the old teams still in there that have been with the World Endurance Championship for a while. So we still have D-Station, the Aston Martin, the 777. They're still there. Yep. Um, it's still throwing me that TF Sport aren't running on Aston. I know. I always think that they're Aston Martin, but they're not. They're Corvettes for this year. Which, are, which um, for Al, uh, that must oh, that must sting. He, I bet, I bet yeah. he shudders a bit whenever. Yeah, he, I bet uh, he just is not really a fan of that. Yeah. Um, Proton, <laughs> Proton are in both classes, in fact, actually, because they're running. Why well, Proton um, are running a Ford? What is this? They're running. Yeah, they're running a Ford Mustang GT3, and then in hypercar. They're running a Porsche nine uh, nine six three. Right, that, that, that's, that's um, okay because because Proton you, you, back in the day they were Proton Porsche as the works. They are Porsche. Yeah, yeah I always think of them as Porsche. Um, which my dad found really weird because he used to own a Proton back in the nineties. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I'm actually somewhat excited for GT3 this year. Which... It should be quite interesting. There's some really big names in there as well, isn't there? In terms of GT3 drivers, very well known GT3 drivers. I mean, you've got Kelvin. Uh, is it Kevin Vanderlinde or is it his Kelvin. brother Kelvin? Kelvin, okay. Um, there's uh, Marco Sorensen with D Station. Uh, well, the, basically, little... the biggest team That's there the is the Sugar Iron Dames 85. Yeah. Sa- Sarah Bovey, Dorian Pan, and Michelle Gatang. Wicked team. In a Lamborghini. Yeah, I think that could be a really, really... They could be a force to be reckoned with this year. They were quick last year, let's face it. Um, and that was without Dorian in the car. That was with... Um, 
the oh, I can't remember her name now. Oh, it's it was completely um, gone from my head. I'm glad you said that, Sam. Uh, it's Michelle Gatang, Sarah Bovey, and the other one. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember her name, but they yeah they did a wicked job last year. And Dorian is, if anything, even making that lineup even stronger. So yeah, they could well do. They could do very well this year. Um, but there is some yeah the newer teams. There's obviously United in there with the McLarens. Previously, United have only really run prototypes. Well, this is the first time McLaren have been um, the WZ. Yeah, well, exactly. Um, and for that reason, and the same with Lamborghini as well, there's not been Lamborghinis in the World Endurance. Not for, well, certainly a very long time, put it that way. Um, Rahal Frey. She was the other one. That was it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, I think it's going to be a good season for GC3. I think there's a there's a lot of hypercars as well, and I think that's going to be really good to watch. Um, um, should we just run over the newer new cars that are appearing in hyper? Well, so, so long as we mean the actual new cars rather than the 400 new Porsches that were on the grid. No, that's just yeah. The uh, well, I've just so, seen Peugeot was second and fourth in. Um, is that Pretis one? Must be yeah. Yeah, but there wasn't very many prototypes in that one, to be fair. Oh, hang on. <laughs> if, I, if I look at practice two, it might just ruin my day. Hang on. Uh, no, there was second and not second. Ninth. Yeah, I would say I'm looking at test session four, which I think is... Oh, got... you're looking at the prologue. I'm looking at free practice. Oh, that's why. Okay. Oh, I forgot about free practice. I forgot that they would have probably would have had free practice today for the same reason that we had F1 practice today as well. Yeah. Um... Um, it's, uh... Yeah, got it. So, so Peugeot have just for those who don't know, um, they are going to be running their wing, but not until Le Mans, I think. That um, seems conductive. I agree. I think they should be running it right now. <laughs> they should have done it the other way around. If anything, taken the wing off at Le Mans. <laughs> um, but uh, but either way, it's quite a well developed car now. I would expect them to do quite well this year. Um, so who, we've also who got new? in terms of new Lamborghini cars, are the top new car so far. Yeah, we have Lamborghini. Uh, we have two Alpines. Yep. Um, new BMW. to the WEC, but not necessarily new. Yeah, the the BMW uh, and the Isotta, which has been quite. We've seen worrying. it. We've seen it. We've seen it. Yeah, looks and sounds great. I haven't actually seen the times from practice um, today, but I'm looking at it. It's it's awful. Not great. Nine point five seconds off the pace. Oof, four yeah. laps completed. Not good. Not good. And is that um, practice one or two? Two. Yeah. So that's where you would hope to be getting all your proper good times in as did, well. Did they manage anything in practice one? Let's have a look. Um, is Otter? Is Otter also last of the hypercars? Okay, only 1.8 seconds off and managed 29 laps. That's not awful. 30 laps, sorry. I mean, you say that, 30 laps. Yeah, but the, right. the big teams only managed 40, so it's not... Okay, so they're uh, not that far behind that. It's not the nice brand day. Um, um, now, I'm just going to make make the point because I think it's important. Um, but Collins weren't allowed on the grid because their car was off the pace. Yep, and they've allowed Osota in. A kind of completely unknown quantity. Um, 
I think we all, we we both agree there is a certainly a place for teams like Isotta and like Van Wall by Coles or whatever you want to call them. Um, however, it has to be it's consistent. You know, like yeah. it, I'm looking at practice one. Hang on, practice two. Sorry, and they're six seconds off her lap. They're only like six seconds faster than the best GT3. Um, now, when you compare the times there, they're way, way off. They're a whole 10 seconds per lap slower than the Penske that topped FP1. Yeah, I mean, we both we do generally both <laughs> like the Azotta and want it to do well. Um, of course, yeah. And there's definitely a place for teams like Azotta. Absolutely. This, this point is nothing against Azotta whatsoever. It's entirely against the WEC's decision-making board. Yeah. Um, I don't know why the, a team that has supported the World Endurance Championship for as long as Bicolas have weren't allowed to keep developing that car and keep going. Well, it, especially seeing as they invested in getting the well-known quantity, which was um, Glickenhaus's engine. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, Glickenhaus was... That was different. They they withdrew. They ran, they out, were, they ran out of money. Yeah, so they were... That opened up another gap, if anything. Like, yeah. But no, let's fill it with more Porsches. Nice, yeah, why couldn't we have a nice round 20 on the grid for hypercar yeah. and have one last GC3? It's even worse because they're also not allowed at Le Mans, which was released earlier this month, that entry list. Mm. Yeah. Um, there's a video that I watched many years ago um, which showed the old work WEC from the Group C era. Yeah. Um, maybe late 80s, that's all time. And every single car going around Silverstone in that little video was a Porsche and I really really hope we don't come to a similar situation where teams, no, teams mean... such as BMW, Cadillac, Alpine, Peugeot they, they'll, they'll probably all drop out I could see that happening pretty pretty likely um, and you just you know if Toyota get too hit in the face with BOP they might call it a day sure yeah, you never know. I yeah, mean, if you just have a, a grid of bloody Porsches, do you not yeah. just you know, are you not just digging your own grave once again in in, in sports well, cars? Yeah, and this is the trouble that that we the cyclic nature of it of that we went through a time where, yeah, there is a lot. It's good for customers to be in there. That makes things quite cool to have different liveries rather than just factories like we had with LMP1. But at the same time. You got you got to try and avoid the dominance, otherwise it becomes a one make series. Well, it becomes um, the Oric Cup, doesn't it? Exactly, yeah. Like LMP two, one one car became dominant, so everyone bought that car. Um, but yeah, five five Porsches are taking part this weekend. In, yeah, just just in the top class. Yeah, not, not including the two nine elevens. And it's yeah, well, yeah, not including the GT threes, which you, you can kind of discount from that. Yeah, I'm perfectly happy with those in yeah, that's fine. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the fact that you've got... Even the fact, to be honest, that you've got two Alpines. Why? Like, you don't need two. There's a, there's, they're not racing in IMSA either. Like, there's no promotional aspect to Alpine being well, there. It's because they're French, isn't um, it? Well, yes, true. The fact that you've now got Alpine and Peugeot on the grid um, is good for the... Le Mans fans. Yeah, but it's entirely because they're French, so they've been allowed on. 
Alpine, yeah. Alpine have done nothing essentially. No, no, exactly. And even when they kicked up a fuss, they they did run in hypercar, didn't they, with their grandfathered well, that they, they borrowed Rebellion's car. Yeah. But then when World Endurance said, no, you need to develop your own car now, they went, well, we're not going to bother doing that. We'll come back in a few years' time then. Yeah, and get the cheap option, which is the LDH. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, which is just, yeah, it's an Orica, But yeah, basically. that's okay, you know. One rule for one, rule for the other. Right, let's move on to a happier top. Well, I'll say that, I'll just remember the end of it. Let's move on to topic number three. <laughs> yes, um, this is slightly different. Yes. This is actually a race that we did did it was good most of the time for, uh, as i say during my race support to my parents for two hours and 59 minutes the race was great <laughs> <laughs> yeah Goes out, what, I mean, we, what, what do so, we do so this was our very first i racing endurance mine is sean's first i racing endurance we had um our factory driver of alistair walker um joining us who has obviously got lots of experience doing these endurance races on i racing um but this was our first one, so it was a bit of a uh, leap into the unknown to a certain extent of what to expect and how it was going to go. We've obviously watched Al's races um, in bits over the years and seen him do very well and also have some absolute calamities as well. Um, so, yeah, there's uh, two ways it may have gone. And actually, I think we drove very well. I was very pleased with it. It was just not quite... The ending that we may have hoped for. Yeah, so let's start from the start. Um, qualify. There was about 35, 36, 37 cars, roughly. Yeah, I think so. After the first lap carnage, where we lost about six or seven cars, <laughs> um, it dropped down to kind of mid 30s, wasn't it? I think it was just over 40 yeah. on the actual entry list. But we qualified 19th. Uh, Al qualified 19th. He didn't quite get his second lap together, but mid pack, you know, is where we, it was pretty good. Yeah. And from there, he had a clean start, uh, took the first stint, which was, fortunately, all of us had an hour each, so nicely done with the fuel. Um, which is, this is a race around Okiyama, three-hour race around Okiyama. I don't yeah. think we'd actually mentioned the circuit before. No, so. we haven't. Um, and we, we all agreed during our testing before the race that uh, Okiyama's actually not a very big track, is it? No, not for a big old GZ3 car. We were using the Ferrari 296, which on its own doesn't feel like a very big car, but around Okiyama, it feels pretty hefty. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I have to say, that it's a bit of getting used to, but it's actually quite a nice car to drive in our racing. And that, Once you um, get a nice setup on it, if you put the, it's a turnout. If you put the base on it, it's awful. It's so much understeer. Yeah. Um, but we used a, a setup shop to, to get a setup for that race and that made a huge difference certainly to mine and Sean's lap times yeah I'm mean, we found a good second oh, just I found by two. putting I found two. yeah just by putting that on we found loads of time um and generally speaking Al was quicker than both of us Sean was a bit quicker than me but we were sort of about half a second plus or minus generally weren't we yeah um fairly comparable and Al was about a second and just over a second quicker than both of us yeah as you say factory, um, factory driver <laughs> yeah which he didn't he wasn't a fan of us calling him the factory driver but he is essentially our factory driver um well but we didn't want to call so him old yeah. because he's the youngest of us all three isn't he uh yeah he's same school year as me isn't he but he's a couple of months younger yeah so we can't call um, him the old hand because no. he's the youngest one 
No, he's he's definitely the silver. Yeah. <laughs> to our bronzes. Yeah, but we wear our bronzes with pride. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Nah, Al's, um, Al's definitely a gold, but let's not say it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he keeps um, saying he's not that good, but he is. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Al qualified yeah. 19th, and sort of basically we just had a fight for three hours with um, all the cars sort of around or just outside the top 10. Yeah, I have to say, we kind of ran in that group for ages and ages, and actually it was quite close, and there was a couple of different strategies of people really trying to eke out stints, or some people, like, we were just basically going, right, that's an hour, that's 40 laps, we're going to pit now. Yeah. And we probably could have done two or three laps more on fuel, but we thought, well, no, we'll just split it equally, and then it's an equal drive time. It's just a bit of fun at the end of the day. First one we were done, we're not here to win. Um but actually, I think kind of our one worked, well, pretty well, really. Yeah. I mean, we, we had a slight tyre disadvantage at the right at the end of the race, but not that much, really. Yeah, that was mainly compared to the Porsche, though, which just seemed to yeah. not ruin its tyres for some reason. Yeah, by all accounts, the Porsche was much, much better late in the stint than the Ferrari, um, whereas the Ferrari seemed to come on a bit quicker coming out of the pit lane. So. Yeah. Um, it came on faster. Was... You could slide it for the last few laps, but if you, it, it kind of fell away nicely because by, by the time you come in, you're like, yeah, I probably need some new tyres. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know. And equally, I was shredding my tyres. Oh, mate! <laughs> Especially did, in France. If people are just interested in real life motorsport, you can click away now. But uh, <laughs> no, for for you, Sam, I was I was actually a bit worried um, after our test night um, <laughs> when you got your tire percentage <laughs> down to fifteen percent after an hour, where I was I was like, like forty five yeah, um, of, of remaining tire life left. <laughs> yeah, I was completely gone. Um, but uh, yeah, I think generally. Uh, I kind of went into it. It was like, right, no, I just I've got a bit of a job to do here. I just need to be smooth, consistent, not make mistakes, and do a bit for the for the other drivers, basically for the team. Um, so yeah, I was quite pleased with my stint. Really, I mean, I was. Well, you managed to fight. Again, was it the purple Porsche, or was it the yeah. Rexy? Uh, no, it was purple Porsche. Al was fighting um, Rexy, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, Al was fighting Rexy. He was a bit quicker than me that drive their team, so he did drive away a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, the purple Porsche that I was racing throughout, really, they were pretty similarly paced, perhaps. And as this didn't went on, they were a little bit quicker, but they couldn't necessarily pull away or get past very easily. So well, no, you, you latched on, you fought your way through traffic and kept stay with them. The, the, it was the wind's Porsche, wasn't it? Yes, that was it, yeah. Um, yeah, you just kept on them for the whole race, and it was, it was pretty good. Um the, the, then we got to my well no first off your your consistency was brilliant um compared to oh, what, you, what compared to what you did in your practice session um, yeah. <laughs> i was yeah. i'll be honest i got out of the car and i was astonished how well i'd done <laughs> I, was just like, I don't know where that's come from maybe i need to do more of this yeah um, but um like my my hour-long stint i got like two incident points and my entire lap time fluctuated by about a second and oh, a that's bit. okay because i got two incident points on my first lap Exactly. I did uh, so this. When you came out of the pit lane, on um, we was obviously watching. Yeah, I lit up the tires, <laughs> lit the tires up, and then got a one X for being off track. And then on the same lap on the last corner, got another one X. I was like, right, okay, here we go. Yeah, but after that, on lap two onwards, after that, you were perfect. Um, carved our way back. We, I think, we got into the top ten in the final stint, and then down to eleventh when one guy was just way faster than me. 
Yeah, um, someone who's like clearly like they've put their best driver in last kind yeah. of thing. So you just went in and was really really fast. And I, I was only about a second or so behind what I was doing. Um, mm. Obviously, he was in traffic, so not able to stretch his legs as, as much on fresh tires. But I still held. Um, was it forty twos or something we were doing? I can't remember. Thirty yeah, twos. I think it was thirty twos. Yeah, um, pretty quick, quicker than me. Hmm. I was, yeah. Um, but my average lap lap time ended up not being as quick as you, Sam, um, mm. due to a last lap incident. The best kind of incident. <laughs> not even just a last lap, a last corner. No, 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 no. Because it started halfway round of the lap. <laughs> well, true, true. Um, so it came um, on to the last lap. It was me and a, a black Ferrari. Um, and he'd been quicker than me. He'd been catching up slowly over the last 10, 15 laps. And I kept an eye on him, kept an eye on him. Um, and there was another Porsche, which uh, was lapping us, I think. Let the Porsche go. Almost crashed into the Porsche, coming onto the back straight. Uh, but didn't. The Porsche then went down. Okay, I'm at the back straight, and then you have a hard right down the hill into a double left-hander. And from my, from my point of view, the Porsche went up the inside of the other Ferrari. The other that Ferrari then sort of got spooked um, and went wide at the between the two left-handers. Um, and I that obviously left a gap for me to go down the on the left channel. So I did because it was the last lap, uh, and this was four position. Um, for 11th place and I get there we're side by side coming back up the hill into the next left hander there was then a car on the left hand side which was recovering uh, no overtaking through there but that's okay we didn't do it side by side then again through the uh, U-turn right hander um, I then carried the speed uh, managed to kick the back, back the end of the car out to keep that speed going get the angle right so I could accelerate out carried on through we got to the second last corner and by that point we were i was, I was like three quarters of the way ahead um well, more than me, i'd say and then the last corner he decided to throw his nose down the inside where he had no right to be yeah quite frankly yeah I mean, we looked at it and we obviously watched it back on a replay and there was no gap there like there's nothing that you could have done to avoid that I even gave him that space was, in the final corner. You gave him, yeah, you gave him race. You didn't give him tons of racing room, but you didn't need to. You were in front. Like He just sent it and collected us, spun us around, um, spun himself out, but he still managed to finish ahead of us because of traffic coming through. Right, he more, ended up more facing more the right because way. because I managed to spin around on my uh, recovery. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those things, though, let's face it. Like, you just you can literally see the checker flag at that point you're just trying to get there as quickly as you can and we dropped a couple of places because yeah, okay. of it, but 14th I think yeah. um, which I was, mean, it was still plus 5 on starting grid yep still up 5 from where we were um, I was I was, yeah pleased with the result I was or pleased with the performance <laughs> but not with the result if that makes sense yeah, yeah we could, I, have, had, I was could f- have had 11th place yeah. there my, my racing gloves went flying across my flat uh, <laughs> in, in rage <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was good fun, and um, we plan to do some more of these. This is all in practice for a six-hour event we want to do later in the year at Indianapolis. Yep. Yeah. And maybe um, Fuji. Maybe Fuji after that as well. Fuji's a um, GT3 only grid as well. I think Indy is um, GTP, LMP2, and GT3. So we'd be probably in that GT3 class again. I would have thought. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how we go. But yeah. But I'm yeah. Thinking, uh, 
looking forward to doing a few more of those now. I agree. Uh, yeah, good fun. Um, and that's in the, this month of motorsport, really. I don't think we've got anything else really to add that's exciting. No, I think that's probably yeah, that's kind of more or less it really. Um, if you're following us on socials, if you found this podcast already, you probably do. But uh, yeah, um, but yeah. But no, thank you for listening. Um, thank you, Sam. You, John, actually, go on, go on. If you, if you want us to feature your series on this month in motorsport, let us know. <laughs> yeah, because the big series are listening to us. <laughs> well, well, I was thinking more the little series. We like the little series. So. We do. I did do, do an article on the, on, um, the Afric series, which was taking over the old Ferrari A1 GP cars. That never got off the ground because of COVID. But uh, yeah, we, we, do, we do like the... Um, the small series yeah so if you're and, a club racer and, and, and we, all, we also like free tickets <laughs> we really like free tickets so yeah if you're a club club racer that wants us to cover something let us know because we'd be more than happy to yes completely agreed follow us on social media at Selvy Auto uh, and we'll see you next time for March which is really when motorsport starts again for the year so we've got loads to talk about yeah nice alright everybody take care and goodbye Goodbye.